Hello, you are watching Black by Reality, a place for black by baddies and those who love us. I'm here with Owen Knight from Survivor 43. Hi, Owen. What's up, Nicole? Thank you so much for having me. I, uh, I was flattered when you reached out. I love doing my exit interview with you. Uh, I guess that was like a year and a half ago, I guess, December mm-hmm. after 43. And um, I, w- I was just telling you this offline, but just so the listeners can hear, I just I was so frazzled that day. I was kind of an emotional wreck and uh, talking to you felt like a warm hug. So I was I was happy to, to speak with you again and talk about this uh, this new season. Uh, I I love speaking with you too. Um, your whole story, like it pulled out my heartstrings. Like, I mean, when you watch these these shows, you're just like, yeah, I got to root for, for the underdog. And the way they framed you as a, uh, underdog or really how you framed yourself because you're <laughs> great with the analogy about Charlie Brown. It's like, well, we all love Charlie Brown. We grew up with him. So <laughs> yeah, there, were, there were so many moments. I, I just remember from, uh, it's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, where he's trick or treating and he always goes, I got a rock. I say that to my friends a lot and, uh, you know, if we're playing video games or whatever. And uh, there were a lot of moments I felt like that on the show. And um, I was just grateful that considering that I came in third, I got no votes. I was still able to be a big kind of part of the season and get to um, even if it wasn't directly about things I was doing, I was still able to kind of assess the lay of the land and everything. So um, it was a fun time and, you know, getting to continue to be a part of the community and speak to people like you about these shows that we love so much has just been kind of the gift that keeps on giving. Absolutely. All right. Going in to this new Survivor 46 season, I mean, everyone who's first up there on the beach, Jeff is talking to them. He basically lays it out that there is going to be someone at the end, no matter what you do, just because of your personality, you're not going to get a single vote. And all of you right now don't think it's going to be you. Jeff is coming so hard for what? I know he's just, he's ruthless. And I'm, I'm here for sassy Jeff. I love those King of Sass videos on YouTube. Like he, he showed a little bit of that on my season and uh, man, that, that sound bite, I saw it you know, make the rounds on Twitter. And uh, it, it kind of tugged at the heartstrings a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, Jake and I on Twitter were commiserating about it. Just like, oof, as a zero vote finalist, this is a little rough to see because hopefully none, hopefully none of those people are doomed to the same fate. I hope whoever gets third gets a vote or two this year. But, um, you know, you got to you gotta worry that someone else is going to be on that same ride. And it's just, it's funny because, yeah, like like Jeff said, they all think, and they're all laughing it off like, oh, that couldn't be me. And uh, mm-hmm. for poor Jelinski, at least, um, you know, he's the first one to, to fall. Oh, my gosh. But does he fall? <laughs> he falls. Beautiful fall. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> not like um, Brandon last last season. That was a beautiful fall as well. I could not believe that that muddy slide. Oh, my gosh. Was. That was so painful. Oh, my <sighs> God. Oh, my God. Yeah, this one's a little bit different. Um, we don't get an Emily moment this season. I think for all the tribes being on that beach, everything was fairly normal and so yeah. pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they seem to be a lot of um, a, a good mix of kind of the kumbaya vibes, but also yeah. some good strategy and some willingness to play and play hard. Um, that's something that I was vocally frustrated with on my season, where it felt like we were kind of playing really slow. And maybe that was me being a little too antsy out of the gate, but I really enjoyed seeing people not only making genuine connections, but then turning those in to strategic relationships. I probably went a little too hard on the strategic side of things right out of the gate. And um, I, I really have enjoyed this cast. I mean, even people like maybe like Randon or Q, who I maybe would have thought wouldn't have been the most strategically minded going in who are more there for the experience and the competition and this and that like i've been really impressed by this cast overall in both being fun to watch and then also strategically capable um, i agree mostly (laughs) (laughs) i agree um survivor i and i said this looking at it i was like wow survivor doesn't even let you guys have one day of being clean they're like immediately Go One hour of being seen. Exactly. <laughs> so offer it. You're going through the mud and all of this. Um, it's Siga who <laughs> wins. 
Um, then second place is our, if it's not Siga, Yanu, what's that? Na Nami. I think Nami, Nami came in first, then Siga second, then what, Yanu. Yes. Yanu has Banu. That's how I've been remembering their name. That, that's me. a good one. All these four um, letter Fijian words are really starting to blend together. And I I was on the show and I still am like, okay, can we get a little more name diversity in the in the tribe name? Just maybe even a five letter tribe name would be nice. Maybe, yeah. Um uh, yeah, this is this is kind of rough for Yanu for the first loss. Um, but you know, they are left with having to do sweat because our other tribes chose Savvy, which the way that, okay, I feel like when they did Savvy and he just started saying, oh, I see this, I see this, and all these numbers, and he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, you're killing it. This is like beautiful mind style. Yeah, yeah. Zach Galifianakis and the hangover, all the numbers going across the screen. I love Ben being like, shout out to my dyslexia. Like, I thought that was hilarious. Like, his personality really cracks me up. But mm -hmm. that looked like a really tough uh, brain teaser. And it was hard, too, because uh, it was only two of them. You know, uh, I guess they did that on 44 and 45. But on my season, the the savvy, we got to do it all together as a group. Yeah. So for me, that was a very obvious choice to uh, to do that. I didn't want to separate myself with Sammy and you know, lug coconuts around or whatever. Oh, we had to dig on 43. Um, yeah. I didn't want to do that. And I didn't want to be separated. So I, I felt for them, but that looks like a, a tougher one than counting or doing the bone puzzle we did. Um, I don't know if I would have solved that. And that, I don't know if you felt this way, Nicole, like that was a small hourglass. Like that did not look like a whole heck of a lot of time in there. No, it didn't. And yeah, I I feel like I would have to go sweat even though I wouldn't want but I'm a girl. I don't think we've seen any girls do sweat yet. Yeah, I guess we had Sabaya last year, but yeah. that was um that was when they had to do both. So I think maybe I forget who did it with her. Caleb did it with her. So maybe they thought they were gonna do like one sweat, one savvy. But yeah. then they that well, that one was the worst deal of all of them. They got the impossible you know, ring, ball, rope puzzle, and then they had to lug all those logs around. That looked miserable. So this looked um, still tough, but uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I think they, they made the right choice as the Green Tribe, the Sega Tribe, um, picking that to tire out uh, Yanu. Yeah, and boy, did Yanu get tired out. It's cute. <laughs> <Pretty> <laughs> it's Jelinski. Jelinski's first like, oh, we're not giving up. They're going back and forth. First of all, these buckets have holes in them. Everyone on Twitter was like, why don't they use their buffs to plug yeah. the holes? Or their fingers, maybe. <laughs> like, they, or like even like Q was holding it straight up and down. So water was like, at least tip it towards you, my guy. Like, I, I don't know. They were they, they maybe could have technically done it a little bit better, but that looked hard. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I've got pretty flat feet um, and I think I would be dying with pretty quickly into that challenge because on sand, it's like do I wear my shoes do I do this barefoot and Jelinski saying the corals cutting up his feet and I like that that sounds rough but mm -hmm. that was hard to watch that was a little hard to watch because you know Q's trying to be motivating obviously like this guy played SEC football he's a tough yeah. guy he's, he's clearly had those summer workouts two a days all of that and he's used to hyping up his teammates and uh Jelinski kind of hit a wall there and um I just you know it was it was funny for me to watch just because like I, I had a 19 year old on my tribe and just seeing kind of that like youthful exuberance mm -hmm. manifest itself in kind of a different way from Sammy was, uh, was really interesting for me, honestly. And uh, I felt bad, but did, did he need to like eat the hourglass all the way into yeah. oblivion like that? That seemed a little extra. But it's like also like a metaphor for like yeah. his whole yeah. extra not productive. Right, <laughs> you know? right. He was all about making uh, good TV, I think. He and certainly did. He certainly exactly. did. So we we love him for that. He was like, this isn't going to happen. And Q was not trying to hear it. He was like, no, like this is like, I'm really not going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> so he was heated. They go back uh, to their tribe. Not great news, but you know, there's still hope. There's a possible alliance with Jelinski, Q, Kenzie, and Tiffany. They're feeling good because 
Jess has ADHD. Mm -hmm. She is losing her water bottle. Oh, man. <laughs> losing her water bottle, frazzled, tired, not sleeping. Poor thing, not sleeping. I, I mean, I was so stressed out there and worried about getting voted out first or this or that. And I was sleeping like a baby. I was getting, I, I tweeted this the other day. I was getting the best sleep of my life on Survivor. And I was still, you know, really wound up in those first couple of days. So I can only imagine. And, um, you know, props to Survivor for like allowing people to get prescription medicine and things. But I know she said it's a more recent diagnosis for her. Mm -hmm. So, you know, who knows what her situation is, if she's taking it, whatever. I don't want to speculate, but yeah. um, there's a lot of factors that just make it a really high stress environment. And so I was certainly feeling for her, but I, it, she's dealing with it with humor, which I respect yeah. tremendously. Like she was saying, like, even if I found an idol, I would lose it. Which I thought that was great. I love that. It's great. My partner has ADHD unmedicated. That is every day. Like literally when I was watching the episode, my partner was going back and forth. And I could tell they were looking for something, but I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm too in the zone. I have a survivor. I might talk to Owen tomorrow about it. <laughs> so I felt I felt for her. But yeah, if you lose sleep, like I feel like you're done like a lot yeah. of people are making jokes of like oh you won't survive no like your mind can't work and we see that happen to her later on mm -hmm. so, at tribal even she was having a hard time stringing sentences together exactly. i'm like this is so bad she was like yeah. wait you're talking about me <laughs> and the next person on it's like yeah you were in danger this whole time yeah oh man that was that was tough and not not to jump all the way to tribal but even like i said even i was having moments where even though i felt so rested and like like i'd slept well and i was had time to think and things like you know at tribal council it's so confusing and like you're trying to follow what they're saying and be like what did nicole mean when she said that what did Jelinski mean when he said that like you know and then you're you're going through all those permutations and then all of a sudden jeff says your name and you're like it's like you get called on in class after you've been staring out the window, yeah. you know, it just takes you back and you're just like, uh, and you just, you try to string something together. So I almost respect that she just said whatever was on her mind instead mm -hmm. of trying to BS some, you know, survivor speak or whatever. Absolutely. I, yeah. unlike Jelinski, he, he was trying <laughs> to BS his way during that tribal and Jeff was like, no, no, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love I love that. Like I said before, I'm here for Sassy Jeff. He wasn't letting him get away with it, and he was calling him on it when oh, so many contradictions. And that was good. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Uh, we get another journey. Mm -hmm. How are you feeling about the journey? You know, I did. I will say I did like this game a lot. I think this was a fun iteration of the journey. I don't know if I need to see journeys on 47 and 48. You know, mm -hmm. this is. They, they filmed the seasons back to back. So this is kind of the companion to 45. But as they're getting ready to go into this next summer and film 47 and 48, um, I'd be okay if they got rid of it and, you know, just did a tribe swap or something. Because um, I get it. Like you want them to start building relationships across different tribes. Like from my experience, like getting to work with Noel and meet James. And uh, that was part of the reason the whole James and I drama started is because I felt like we started so strong on the journey and then I didn't feel that same kind of vibe when we came together at the merge. So that like plants some seeds of relationships going together. But um, this game was fun to watch. Like Tevin, I love Tevin. I mean, I'm, we could talk for Te about Tevin for like this whole podcast. Like he's incredible. That opening monologue, the way he speaks is just so like, you're just drawn into him. Like he's mm -hmm. such a compelling personality and just like, it's just amazing. He just seems like a beautiful soul and just has this like, presence that I think is really um, like special in a human being. Um, but man, he was landed on pretty thick when it was Maria on, you know, he was just like Maria. I, and just the way he was like looking down and smiling and just like his, the, just that's the way he talks normally. But like, if you're meeting this guy for the first time and he's like mm -hmm. smiling super big and like staring you down, like I'd be like, what is, what is happening? Like, are you lying? Are you telling the truth? But I thought it was a really cool uh, experiment for the game. It was. It's it's a game, a, a bluffing game. 
Jelinski mm-hmm. is like, all right, I got the skull, but I have it. I love that. <laughs> you know he's gonna have to lie, and yet Tevin is like, excuse me? Yeah. yeah, Tevin was so funny to watch react to Jelinski. That was amazing. Yes. Oh, my God. He's just like, what are, what are you doing? Just like, no, no, stop. He, oh, my gosh. And, like, I feel for Jelinski because I, I do think, like, the, the structure of the game is inherently, like, you know, they say Survivor is partially luck. Like, winning Survivor is partially yeah. luck-based, for sure. And um, he got unlucky. Like, whoever gets the skull card is unlucky in that game because either you're good at lying and then you look deceptive and people are going to be wary of you. Either you're, you're a terrible liar and then your tribe hates you or whatever. But it's that was that was tough. And to figure out a new, like, scenario and you try to, like, because even as a, even though, like, you can say you're a super fan all you want. Like, if there's a new situation or a new game or a new, like, it's hard to run, like, the permutations of what could happen. And um, I think his biggest mistake was telling the truth to his tribe, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. If you wanted to wave the white flag and say, you know what, y'all, like, this is whack. I'm a bad liar. I feel bad lying to y'all. I want you to have these extra votes. Like, please, like, you know, take it. I'm happy to lose my vote. Maybe we'll link up later. And then tell his tribe that he lost, he guessed wrong, you know, so-and-so is such a good liar. Like he could have spun it in a way that didn't make it seem like, um, you know, he was helping the enemy. And I thought it was, I mean, I didn't think it was that dumb of him to do that, but I was like shocked at how quickly the rest of Yanu was like, boy, what are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah. like you're helping them. And they immediately jumped on him. And I, I thought that was pretty funny, um, but like also kind of savage in a way. <laughs> Yeah, I was not prepared for that reaction at all. They were just like, who cares if they're mad at you? We're yeah. your tribe. And it's like, that is true. You have to, there's a long way to go before merge. But you're yeah. always thinking of, oh, no, I can't have this whole other tribe, like, mad at me. Yeah, like, worry about this one, sir. Like, you've got, you've got us right here. But I would, I would think it would, you know, if it's, if the roles were reversed, you would think you'd be like, oh, it's okay, bud. Like, don't worry about it. Like, because if, if it was you on the journey who got the skull card, you would want your tribe to be understanding. But they were like, nah, forget that. We're going to make this kid feel bad. It was yeah. it was pretty brutal. But um, yeah, just a, a, another fun step on the journey of Jolinski. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But yes, kudos, kudos to Maria. Um, she also, Jeff was so excited at that first challenge where she was carrying that big puzzle that, that over her head. so crazy. Yeah. That <laughs> looks painful. I mean, she is tough. Like, I I really respect how much she's hustled. And, the, yeah, like you said, the game, the way she handled that and, like, threatened him and strong-darmed him a bit, that was, like, that was brutal. And uh, I love it. She's got charisma. She's got this presence to her as well. And I think it's easy for the internet to to vilify strong women sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I've only seen positive reactions. And I'm glad that we're in a place where you can say, no, like, that was awesome. Like, that was a badass move that she pulled. Like, hats off to you, Maria. Like, I think that's great. That's where the discourse has gone over the, you know, past 24 hours or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was that was that was a baller play by her. Absolutely. Um, she is already getting what happens to so many mothers <laughs> in this game. Is like, oh, you're a mom. And like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, you're a mom. That's why you're so strong. Da, da, da. <laughs> and it's like, okay, we're doing this. This could be an advantage or a disadvantage. Um, but, yeah, I, I will admit, though, her being like, I'm going to give you one more chance to tell the truth. That's a mon move. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I mean, if I was Jelinski there, I would have folded like a lawn chair. I'd be like, you know, mommy, sorry. Mommy, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to lie. I'm, I'm so sorry. Like, just she had just this, like, you know, the stern, like, listen here, young man kind of energy yeah. through. And it was, uh, it was good. She played to it. And um, props to her again, how, how creatively she handled that, that new twist and, that new game i i would not want to play like mafia with her or something no. like, she'd, she'd be a good detective in interrogating you agreed uh another thing that's going on back at um saiga Siga? Siga, the, yeah green yeah Siga. yeah so um we have a swifty <laughs> we sure do 
<laughs> and you know what? This might become a strategy in the future of Survivor because he is going around talking about that and all of the girls are like, well, we have to have one man. <laughs> if we must. If we must work with a man, might as well take sweet Charlie with us. <laughs> yes. And it was so cute for him being like, I only had women as yeah, managers. I love that. I love that. Our feminist king, Charlie, like... I, I'm very similar in that respect to like that was that came out like way way more like self-aggrandizing than I meant but like in my personal experience like I I've mostly like most of my friends are women I have so many like uh women mentors at work and it's I I feel similarly and I I think survivor alliances should not be based on gender I think that's such like a overly simplistic uh way to play and if I was him I'd be chomping at the bit to work with mm -hmm. the women because um, especially since they just recently watched 43 and 44, where the first four boots of each season were women. Um, you got to think like, that's not how I want the seasons to go. That's not how I want to play. Um, I want to work with people. And um, yeah, I think he's, I think he's playing it very smartly. And uh, it is always nice to see, especially like a young person who's grown up in a super privileged way to like acknowledge that and to say like, I grew up in this super white town. I went to Harvard. Like I've not had a ton of diversity in my life. And I'm excited to talk to all these people and meet all these people, like especially at 24 to be having that kind of conversation with yourself, I think is really, really impressive. So I like him a lot. Although his whole like opening monologue about Taylor Swift and everything, it does not, it, the, the NFL is never going to beat the allegations that the Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey relationship is manufactured because then the Super Bowl was on CBS. Now we got Charlie talking about Taylor Swift. Like it's a whole big conspiracy. And, you know, I'm starting to believe it a little bit. You know, it's getting more believable. Yeah. He is Swifty Truther. I know. Decide. I know. <laughs> um, uh, other to say, um, anything else to say about this tribe? They're vibing really well. We have a rock star in the group. Everyone's singing songs. Yeah. I, I love Ben. I will say, I, I do like this tribe. It's funny because a lot of people going into the season were saying that they seemed like the most normal on paper, you know, like the least kooky of them. But then you meet Ben and immediately he's like, get a rock or get rocked. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's he's like a, a, a cartoon character. I think in the secret scene, he said... Uh, I think Mo was saying to him that she's never met anyone like Ben. And he's like, what, like a real life cartoon character. <laughs> and that's how like I've been describing him leading up and to hear him say that about himself is funny. And um, yeah. we were talking a little bit before we hit record, but just that moment where he's like a flock of seagulls and he made everyone start flapping and they all bought into it. I, I think I was a little nervous that he would kind of stick out like a sore thumb amongst this group because, mm -hmm. you know, Tim seems like a kind of serious person. Charlie seems a little serious. Jem seems a little more serious. And so I thought he might be kind of the odd duck. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm hopeful that he has a, a more game in him. I, I thought he could be potentially the first boot off this group. But no, they seem fun. We didn't get a ton, a ton from them. Um, mm -hmm. I like Jem and Mo getting together. I like we talked about Maria already. So yeah, I, I think Green um, is in a good position. I'm curious because like as we move in to start talking about Orange, um, like they seem like dominant physically. Like yeah. they seem like they've got it all going on. So I'm curious if Purple is going to be able to get their stuff together and kind of make it a more close competition for whoever gets second. But totally. I, I, I don't know if Orange is going to be going to a whole lot of pre-merged tribals. I don't know either. Nami. Nami. So, <laughs> I saw people talk about there's big camp energy. <laughs> Summer Tremendous camp. camp energy. And I am liking it, except it looks like Venus is kind of Let's say the rest of this tribe are like a uh, theater camp <laughs> Venus is like one of the popular girls there. Just... Venus was cool in high school, for sure. <laughs> exactly. I can't even come up with a scenario of what the cool kids in high school did during the summer. But yeah, and then she's weirdly on the bottom. <laughs> I know. What a reversal. And that was interesting to watch because I was rewatching today and... 
it was almost like she was she she knew how she was going to be perceived, but she let it almost I don't want to say tank her game, but like I think she put too much credence into the princess comment from yeah. Randon. You yeah. know, he like obviously that's not like the best thing to say to someone like mm-hmm. oh like an attractive young woman therefore she's the princess like sure cool mm-hmm. but um like i i think she was almost like overcompensated for that and she she almost took the response of like well you think i'm a princess screw it i'm gonna do whatever and she like that was almost her permission to then go look for the idol and do things and um i'm glad that soda was not kind of about that and didn't want to just automatically target her and uh i think the way she phrased it when she kind of flipped it back on randon and let let venus know what he had said she said like he's using your looks against you um because it is easy to you know we all have biases or you know someone on the show might remind you of someone from your life and um you know maybe randon was not cool in high school and someone like venus was you know didn't say yes to the prom or whatever you never know but um yeah it was uh it's hard to see her I don't want to say spiraling because that seems a little dramatic, mm-hmm. but um, it was. It, I, I wish she had maybe just kind of made more of a mental note of that and say, "All right, Randon is not feeling me necessarily. I might need to work on that a little rather mm-hmm. than just going, you know, full tilt boogie," as Jeff would say. Yeah, that's true. We'll see. They really played up because she got um, compared to poverty. She was like, "Hey." I'm never going to complain about that. We got a whole spider web <laughs> next to her. So that I think, was a beautiful shot. That was a great yeah, shot. Yeah. The editors, I don't know if, is this, is this foreshadowing or we're just happy someone said Parvy? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, we, we got to stop the par of comparisons. <laughs> like it's been, it's been a while. Like yeah. obviously she's an iconic survivor character. She's like, she's on the traders this year, which, uh, you know, it was great to see her play another game again, but just like, it's just so funny to me, just like to just put someone in a box like that immediately and just be like, Oh, she's young and attractive. Therefore she must have this plan to seduce us. And like, play this you know crazy Machiavellian like Black Widow type of game like that that to me is a little reductive and um overly simplistic but I I get it I certainly like get why someone's brain would go there but that's one of those things you want to just be like am I just being a little like am I seeing what I want to see in this scenario but um yeah and who who was well I guess it was Tim on green who said that like the women always take out the men and I was like you sure about that? Like that's I, that's not what I how I recall recent seasons going, and I acknowledge that I did you know vote for Mariah at my first yeah. tribal, but still like that's like it's just it's so funny just how like it's it honestly is a testament to how powerful women are because like one time four women got together and made Eric give up his idol, and now every man is afraid of of a woman on survivor. I know Wild. the women have to build up the same kind of like propaganda against men like I don't know why they're not doing it and then no. we're not getting the similar results it's so wild um <laughs> but yeah uh what else is going on on Nami um we have a loner mm-hmm. uh, and I like this will probably be me. Uh, I'm an introvert, so I was. He was just like, "There's so much singing. I just need quiet." And I'm like, "Oh man, this is." I love. I love that because you know you see Soda talking about being a camp counselor in the songs, and he's like, "I'm also a camp counselor, but I hate the songs." And I I definitely empathized with that. Like Baka definitely had a little more energy than I uh, am used to. I I would identify as an introvert myself but I really thought the way he like was aware of that and saw that as a problem a problem with him versus a problem with the tribe I thought was really really smart so the way he tried to build a relationship with Tevin and also we love to see that by the way because like I oh from what I've seen from Hunter's Instagram he works at a very diverse school but you got to imagine French Camp Mississippi is probably not like the most well i guess mississippi you know what i'm saying though but he's he's talking about like he is from a small town he hasn't moved around a lot this and that and just to see 
someone like Hunter working with a gay black man, I think it's beautiful. And I think this has a, a, an amazing potential as a duo because they do bring such different things to the table. And on the surface, you wouldn't look at the two of them and say like, oh, they're definitely like this, the next Steven and JT or whatever. Like, I, I think it's great. I, and that's the beauty of the show, especially post 2020 with so many different personalities and experiences and more diverse people coming on the show. I think it's great that you get to see people like Tevin and Hunter interact because in real life, you know, maybe they would have walked by each other at the Atlanta airport once by mm -hmm. pure happenstance. But other than that, like they're not in the same spaces. And I, I think it's really, really cool. It is really cool. Uh, we have a second challenge that everyone goes into and yeah what did you think of this challenge and then our outcome that Nanu lost yeah i mean it it was it was fine the geckos were cool i mean we get another physical into a puzzle which i get and uh i did recognize this puzzle from 41 with the big arch and i, I actually that's one of the ones i do own which is kind of funny but um yeah i mean nami looks dominant like i was saying before like they mm -hmm. really uh outclass the other ones on getting the gecko over the uh over the fence there and and we had a similar challenge on my season we had the snake yeah. but that was in the water and this looked low-key kind of dangerous like the way that thing was flopping over the wall and falling down like if you got like pinned under that like you mm -hmm. could like you know dislocate your shoulder break your nose or something like that looked like physically very taxing and then um I mean, Nami was just so far ahead, it wasn't even close. Or I guess I should say Yanni was so far behind, they yeah. never had a chance. And I will say, Jelinski didn't do himself any favors by just stacking up the puzzle pieces and then letting Jess solve the whole thing. Like, you should be having, you have two people on the puzzle for a reason. Like, you should be trying to say, like, all right, I'm going to start on the bottom and you start figuring out, you know. Mm -hmm. But it seemed like he was just kind of handing her stuff. And that's not a recipe for a fast, uh, fast puzzle, in my opinion. No. No, so it's it's not a shocker that when they go back to camp, Jelinski's like, "All right, I got some work to do." Um, and then I just sat there though. Yeah, I know, I know. And I think he even tells Jess, like, "Yeah, it's gonna be us because we were both on the puzzle." And Jess was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is news to me. I really, I really felt for her in that moment, but I was just like, still so just like <laughs> puzzled I guess is a word but just like I I'm also low-key kind of envious of his confidence just like how safe well, he thought with that like four-person alliance like I I wish I was that optimistic when I was out there I felt like I was worrying all the time and it held me back a little bit but you can see on the other end of the spectrum if you're too confident you know you're gonna get blindsided even though people at tribal council are saying like I love the kid, but it's, it's, you know, it's too much or whatever. And yes, um, yes. when were you, did your jaw hit the floor when in his final words, he said it was a blind side? Like I was, <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> I don't, I think so much weird stuff happened that I couldn't even let that sink in. I was just like, I was still thinking about how he told Jeff that he didn't give up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He, and then, and then he's like, "No, okay, we did, we did." And in that moment, I, I, we, yeah, who, what are you talking about? We and Q just looked so just, just oh my unamused God. by the situation. And I would, I would be too. I'd be, I'd be in the same boat as him. Like, um, yeah, like I, I tweeted it out. But when he said that, I was like, okay, any chance yeah. he had of staying out yep. the window? Like, Q's not about that. He's a hard worker. He's not getting roped in with this kid. Like. Yeah. Nope. yeah. No, not at and all. I, I feel for Jelinski. Like, obviously, like, all this to be said, like, he seems like a really great kid, and I know he's been through a lot, but man, oh, man, that was, that was iconic, iconic first boot, truly. Like, he's he's going to be memorable. And, and he wanted he, to be a legend. And, you know, I think he may have succeeded. He's, he may have succeeded. He's, he's certainly more memorable than a lot of people who have played the game who yeah. lasted a lot longer than he did. So. That's um, he certainly left his mark on the season. <laughs> yeah, the little last name, exactly. Yeah, that's a bold, that's a bold move too. I saw you got you got Abraham, you got Voce, 
you got Gabler, and then now Jelinski. So you've got this whole wide range of outcomes. <laughs> anything, yeah, Wentworth. You've got you've got so many um, just different outcomes that could happen from this. But yeah. I I thought he was fun. He was he was great. And um, we didn't have we haven't talked a lot about Banu, who I thought was kind of a big star yes. as well. Um, you know, Banu. opening up. Yeah, she go ahead. That he nurtures people, and boy, did he! Because he, sure the way he got that rice and just shoved it in his mouth. That was great. And I, I, I read some people have been educating us online that that's like a very common thing in Indian culture, where it's like a you know a nurturing parental kind yeah. of. Thing. I think that is so sweet. Like he really seems like one of the genuinely like purest, sweetest souls. Like. Uh, on the planet but like certainly who's been on the show and just like you could tell he was really genuinely torn yeah um, about having to vote for Jelinski even though like all the writing in the world was on the wall there and um it makes me a it makes me love the guy number one Mm -hmm. certainly but number two it does make me nervous that he may not be able to like pull the trigger in those big moves later in the game like not Mm -hmm. I'm getting ahead of myself a little but you think about like Jesse blindsiding Cody, Marianne taking out Omer, like these big critical moves in the end game that are really like have some personal turmoil to them. Like, I wonder how he's going to be able to handle kind of the more cutthroat side of the game. Yeah. Um, he's, he seems like the best and like his exuberance, like in the preseason, I wasn't sure if it was like a little bit of a put on and, you know, yeah. he's bringing like that casting energy to his interviews, but that's just who he is. And it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's really cool. He seems like a, a really great guy. He does. He does. Uh, Yanni is a little bit torn of what to do before they get to tribal. So Q is like, uh, he wants to go Jess because he's thinking physically. I think Tiffany mm-hmm. wants to go Jess as well. But Kenzie is making a point of like, look, Jelinski is like quitting. <laughs> so mm-hmm. What, what does it matter that he's a dude and tall if he's yeah. going to quit when the going gets tough? And I think our sway vote is Banu. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to tribal. Yeah, that tribal was a hot mess. It really was. It was It was an amazing tribal because like we already said, like Jeff calling Jelinski out, Q's reactions, and then Banu getting asked a question and just saying, it's time to vote. Like he's almost like just like stop like I can't do this anymore. And that that was so funny. That was so funny to me. Just him just trying to be like, please, Jeff, just like cut it out. Like put me put us out of our misery. Like just let us go. Yeah. Parchment. Jeff oh. is like, no. Why don't you just tell me right now if you're gonna slit Jalinski's throat? He's like, I can't do it. No, I can't. I'm not gonna say it. Don't make me say it. Exactly. And um, um, that tribal council set is beautiful, too. Um, yeah, yeah it it's is. Really, I mean, our, ours was sick. Ours was, I think they said the theme was voodoo, and we had all these flames and skulls and cool things, and we had the, you know, more medieval one on 44. Like, this, mm-hmm. this is a gorgeous one. Although people have pointed out, like, maybe this would have been a better fit on Survivor China or something. Like, it's mm-hmm. giving more East Asian kind of vibes, but... Um, still objectively gorgeous. Um, really, really nicely done. And uh, yeah, I just, uh, I'm, I'm here for Jeff being able to push back. Cause like, I felt like on 43, he was, he was always trying to get us to make analogies yes. and like, take things from our life that were analogy oriented. And I can't recall if he like did that last night. Like he really was nope. just trying to get to the heart of the gameplay and ask people tough questions, which is what tribal council is supposed to be about. So I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, he's trying things. I don't know what conversations he's having of like, all right, this is the time to switch. But he's trying them. I'm so glad we're done with the analogies. And if they yeah. do come, they're so natural. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I. Yeah. What do What do we think about what's gonna go on with Yanu after this? I think they're gonna have a rough go of it just mm-hmm. a couple more times. I, I'm worried. I'm worried. I, I really like Jess, like, obviously always supporting my, my Asian homies. And she actually had me as like, 
she was pulling for me on 43 and I was her Reddit flair and all that. And like, you know, obviously I I'm rooting for her, but I, I am nervous that if they lose again, she's, she's look, looking like the easy vote there. Mm-hmm. And we saw in the preview, like Banu was like screaming Love. at her in the chat. I was like, so who are you? Like, I just, I just waxed poetic about how sweet you are. And then you're like, yes! like in the middle of the challenge. And trust me, I, I, I've yelled, I yelled at Gabler in yeah. a challenge or two. Like I, I certainly have lost my cool in the heat yeah. of battle, but that just seemed a little out of character for him. And I was like, Whoa, like yeah. maybe she messed something up or he's just at his wits end with her. But, um, so what I, made noticed, me nervous. what I noticed is that they're doing the, um, they're doing the arch puzzle, mm-hmm. and it looks like Tiffany and Q are on one side. Jess is like in there holding the other by herself, and Bonu was coming in with that last just mm. um, keystone piece. Yeah. So it was just, I think it was just the pressure of they're gonna do it. They were actually in the lead, and I wonder if her dropping that blew the lead because. I we also see the other tribes and they look like they're actually behind. And mm-hmm. Jeff says um, it's anyone's game. So I yeah. think it's just pressure. Like I, yeah. I want to give some grace to Banu, but also the look on his face. Was yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> that's not, that's not the Banu who is feeding Zelensky coconut with his bare hands. Like that's, he's heated, but yeah, I mean it's a chal- it's a survivor challenge. If you're yeah. not hyped up in that scenario, like don't don't play. So I I get it. I certainly get it. Totally. Um, I think, I mean that might be a little too obvious. You know, so like I always try to read in like, are they going to show us who actually loses? So like, mm-hmm. I think Orange uh, Nami. I keep saying Orange. I think Nami yeah. uh, could could lose. I think we're getting some tension building between Venus and Randon. We saw in the preview. She said something to the effect of like, oh, you don't want to see me when I'm pissed off. Like, you got another thing coming if you're going to make me mad. So um, and I I think the dynamics on green on uh, on Sega, we haven't fully seen them fleshed out yet. You know, we've got the loose men versus women with Charlie kind of being able to go either way. But Mm -hmm. I don't know if they've set the table quite as much. But we do have another two hours next week. So there you go. A lot to work with. I'm loving um, these longer episodes. I will too. say that. We also, there's one big thing we didn't talk about, and I just have to give props to Tiffany. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Tiffany found out Beware of Anna. She's like, I'm not even going to play around with you in this confessional pretending I'm not. Yeah. I'm doing it. And she was like, all right, I lost my vote. Uh, gotta Gotta figure this out. She <laughs> is a visual artist. Yeah. So she knocked out that that little um, word scramble, and she goes to digging, gets that vote in by the time tribal council. Piece of cake. Piece of cake. I was very impressed. That looked difficult, and, like, they didn't show us the whole thing or whatever, but mm-hmm. there was a moment where she's like, I think that's the, and then I'll just solve it from there. And I was like, how did you, how did you think that was the? Like, like I, I, there are so many three-letter words out there. <laughs> so I know. Like, I was I was very impressed by that. And um, just even the way she speaks to the camera, her confessionals are so funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's got a great personality. Um, and uh, I think she's in a really powerful position on the tribe. Like I, her and Kenzie seem to be kind of the nexus of everything that's mm-hmm. going on. I certainly would want to work with both of them. Like um, I, I'm really, really enjoying her. And I think she's going to be a, a big character through the season as long as she's there. Like she's... Uh, gold television and, and clearly playing hard and although I couldn't help but laugh when um she's just booking it down the beach just sprinting and I, I'm just thinking like if I was there and I saw that like obviously that would be sus so she must have known no one was looking but it was yeah. just a funny image of her just like sprinting down the beach to go get her uh her key definitely definitely I agree um yeah I I'm I'm rooting for her so hard Mm-hmm. And yet, I'm very cautious because I felt the same way about Sabaya. I felt mm-hmm. so oh. strong about her. And Sabaya she was great. So great. Gone and she got there. cut early. So I'm just like, all right, I, Kenzie, I hope you're real about this and you don't turn on my girl. I know, I know. 
I, I hope so too. I Sabaya for second chances, hundred percent. Got to say that whenever I can. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think Tiffany's great. I do worry that she just she's so great and so obviously charismatic and strong. Like that's been kind of a big thing over the new era. Is just like yeah. anyone who's remotely threatening in any sort of way, they either need to load up and have a ton of other people like that around them as shields, mm-hmm. or they're they're in big trouble and. We've seen we've seen Jam Jam pull it off. We've seen D pull it off. Um, but you know, sometimes it's yeah. been more these dark horse. I mean, Marianne. I mean, she pulled it out. But yeah. Marianne also had like at the beginning, she had more of a rough go of adjusting and being viewed totally. as like too much or whatever. So I do worry when someone is so obviously likable out of the yeah. gate that then you know people are going to say like, well, I, I'd lose if I was sitting next to Tiffany. But yeah, the biggest. Uh, victim of that is Caleb from last season. He was just so yes. good. With oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that's he a perfect example. Him. Yeah, I love Caleb. I love love. I've gotten to meet him in person, and he's mm-hmm. just as magnetic in real life as as you see on the screen. Like he really just does make you feel like you're the most important person in the room when he's talking to you. Like he's yeah. just got that natural charisma that is just off the charts and and Tiffany seems to have that as well and a lot of this cast does I think there's a lot of really like magnetic personalities that are just like popping off the screen like we haven't talked a whole a a whole lot about Soda who Mm -hmm. I think is hilarious like just even at at the mat at the beginning just so exuberant Mm -hmm. um I don't I don't know if you caught this but she made her remember the Titans reference during the marooning challenge how She she said uh you got to attack that course like a starving man on a Christmas ham. <laughs> that's, that's from Remember the Titans. And I, I lost it. I thought that was amazing. Oh, um, she, she's just such good vibes. Um, do you have any other standouts? No, she's definitely another one. Um, yeah, she she gives a little bit of uh, Marianne. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Obviously, she's her own person. Mm-hmm. Um Kenzie, I literally wrote an article about Kenzie saying, like, she's giving main character, just, like, how she said that she applied once and got it. And, like, Mm -hmm. for her, she actually brought up Harvardy preseason, saying that she was Harvardy and someone else's baby. I forgot. Harvardy and Marianne's hot baby, I think, is what what she said. Right. Okay. She's personality forward. Um, and we see that she makes her rounds on Yanu and does really well. She told mm-hmm. Jelinski, we look like we would hang out together. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The matching tattoos, the, yeah. the and shaggy, whatever he said. Oh, my yeah. God. Can you imagine, though, if that actually worked out? I know. Like, that would have been hilarious. A shaggy and Daphne a lot. Oh, the I'm mystery so machine. Sad. I'm so sad. Um, yeah, it it is it is giving main character a bit, and it does make me a little nervous that she is so clearly like one of the people who is just like at the center of everything. I I, I worry that uh, that's not a maintainable position. Um, you know, so much about the new era has been speaking uh, late, and yeah, yeah, threat management and all of that. And we were able to see Reeb the Reeb before hold it together and all all go deep. So there's definitely precedent that it could work out, but um, it does make me a little nervous that other people might see what we're seeing too. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Those are my, my grand thoughts about how survivor 46 started out. Do you have any, any other last thoughts? No, I just thought it was fun. Like it was a funny episode. It was a fun episode. I think the tone really hit a good balance between like fun character moments and strategy. Like I I'm really enjoying these 90 minute episodes. Well, yesterday was two hours, but you know what I'm saying? Like these longer mm-hmm. episodes were able to get to know the cast and really like see the dynamics. Like I feel like we have a good idea of everything on all three tribes and how things could, could kind of pan out. Um, and I think this is just going to be a fun season. Like you, you, some of these characters I can tell are already going to be like, iconic characters like like you don't see people like tevin every day on on reality tv you know what i mean like he is a great great casting choice and there's so many others that i think are just going to be fun to watch for the next you know couple months here 
Um, do you do ever do winner picks? Do you have a winner pick, or is there anyone that you're you're feeling really strong about, strongly about? I'm strong about Tiffany, but I'm scared saying that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think she's a great choice. I do. I do. I I hope she's able to manage her threat level. And I think to our our conversation just a second ago, I think if people start kind of questioning the power structure and seeing that, I think they might see Kenzie as the more threatening one of the two. So she could buy herself a little bit there where she is more like, you know, the, the, I guess Kenzie as the shield there and the less like overtly like, you know, pulling the strings kind of person. So I think there's certainly a path. I mean, she's clearly has the tools. She's here to play hard. Um, and as we've discussed, she's got like the social game down pat. So yeah, I think, I think Tiffany's a good pick. Um, I'm feeling nervous about my Jessica pick, um, but I, I've made my bet. I got to lie in it. I yeah. hope recover and have kind of a, more of like a, like a Carolyn-esque arc where, you know, she comes out a little like, fish out of water just like you know people aren't sure how she's gonna line up and then she settles in eventually and I mean honestly that's how I felt where I was really nervous and just like you know scared of losing at the beginning and then eventually it was just like well I'm I'm here now I might as well just keep trying keep chugging along so I I hope she gets a longer run than yeah. uh than we might think but yeah I I'm I'm excited for the season I had a lot of fun watching and it's uh it's nice to just feel like a fan again, you know, and just like not, not know a whole lot of these people, you know, I've messaged a couple of them on Instagram and whatever, mm-hmm. but it's, it's really nice just feeling like slightly detached from it in a yeah. way to where I'm just like, I'm just able to watch and have fun and not be like so deeply invested in anyone that it's like, you know, tainting my experience towards them or giving me too much bias towards one person. Yeah. But then there's, there's so much more time. You yeah. <laughs> Let me get attached. It's gonna happen. Yeah, it gonna certainly happen. will. It certainly will. I mean, we we got the Jelinski Express. Like, I'm sure we're gonna get a lot more chaos and and fun coming up over the next couple months here. It's 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 a good start. A very strong start, I thought. Agreed. Agreed. Um, where can people follow you, Oli? Oh yeah, thank you for letting me do the plug. So I'm the Young Knight on Instagram. That's spelled with all all letters, normal. And then on Twitter, I'm the young knight, but the O is a zero. Um, just because, you know, a little nod to how many votes I got at Final Tribal. Um, I, yeah, I mean, not a whole crazy lot going on. I'm here in New Orleans. Um, hoping to go to the Rob Has a Podcast show in Chicago later this season. And I just, I just love, I just love this. I, I was a big fan before I was on the show. I'm a big fan after I'm on the show. And if, you know, feel free to give me a follow, but a lot of survivor stuff and a lot of just like niche new orleans stuff and um yeah it's uh it's just it's been fun it's just been a fun part just like being part of this community and just like getting to reach more people and hear from other people and every day you know you'll get a random message here and there um that is just really touching or just you know someone who just happened across the season or whatever so i always love hearing from people so don't don't hesitate to reach out and I am your host, Nicole Weaver. Um, you can follow me, Nikki Bernice, across socials. But most importantly, I am focused on growing Black by Reality Podcast. We cover reality TV. I am covering The Traders. I am covering Couples Thruple and Love is Blind. So busy woman. diverse situation for February, yes. <laughs> very soon just going to be survivor and into big brother and that will be nice there you go <laughs> yeah so please subscribe and follow across socials and that's it goodbye